Hello everyone, welcome back to Stompcast. Ali and I are wandering Regent's Park. It is a, a I was saying a 6.5 out of 10, David, it's, it's slightly dropped it's to a bit. solid 5.5 Yeah, 5.5 now. We, we went to just record a little social clip there and it just suddenly, well, it just started raining. It, it was only the moment of recording that rained and it now has stopped, so we shouldn't complain Cameras too much. Cameras are connected to the weather. Yes, indeed, indeed. Well, thank you for joining me again. And uh, I really want to now dive straight into what was the process like and what is it like being signed for DECA? I mean, DECA, for those that, um, those that haven't heard of DECA, I mean, they are amongst some of the biggest uh, record labels uh, on the planet. I believe one of the very oldest as well. Yes. And they're kind of part of that universal group to which my hero, Taylor Swift, is in fact signed. So, <laughs> so God bless Taylor Swift and DECA and uh, Universal. Um, what was it like? Talk me through that process of kind of, were you sat there? Were you having your beans on toast? Were you dressed as a lizard? Or were you in a civilian outfit? What I happened? Was, yes, full civilian jeans and t-shirt. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, so DECA, there, we had a bunch of other labels reaching out and we were sort of having coffees with loads of people and I was quite lucky in that I knew nothing about the music industry so I don't think I could I didn't get sort of starstruck or scared because I didn't really in hindsight I should have been a bit more worried <laughs> <laughs> but at the time I, I was like that. hey we're having a coffee don't want music um, so it's like you don't want to realize the situation you're in and you look yes. back and think oh god that really was quite a big thing yeah wasn't yeah, it? yeah like ignorance is bliss <laughs> So I it was. That's true sometimes. <laughs> yeah, so I sort of just. I, it let me remain very realistic and yeah. calm yeah. and just look at the reality of it, which is I'm making music. These people want to help me make music, mm. but they need to do a good job as well as me. Mm. And we met with loads of different, loads of different labels. And then we met with Decca and it was the first meeting where we just talked about life and mm. books and movies and how we feel about the industry and what we want to change mm. and it just felt there was so much care there and so much perspective outside of let's make a pop hit that yeah. felt like somewhere that i want to spend long periods of time in mm. you know not not as a sort of quick hit let's you know Let's make some money. You let's know, make a like, song and let's make band, art yeah. and there's a sustainability mm. with Decca and that was the reason I signed and it's still now I look forward to going into the office mm. because it feels so warm. It's quite pancreas, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean it's a gorgeous office and they're cool up building. high. So it's a really nice feeling. Cool building, cool building. Yeah. So what what so you had initial meetings? Yes. Uh, how many times did you speak to them before kind of offer was made? And was it like the movies where you get that big stack of paper and you like you sign it there? Because you go on to didn't you dress up to, to sign it? Yes. Didn't you dress up to actually yeah. sign it. Yeah. I absolutely love this. I mean, I, 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 it's I so to, funny. Do you, is it a video or a picture you have of that moment? I need to. It's I a full video one. in slow mo. Right, well, of me in a blow up that. astronaut suit and a giant crayon. <laughs> That's actually signing a, a giant what a scroll. What a way to do it. <laughs> but the reality was. Did they actually... know you were coming in that way, or did you just yes, turn up? Yes, it was planned. Like, um, it was can we get planned. some security in here? There's some, we're waiting for our new artist, but there's the... some crazy person in us. I'm now on a first name basis with a lot of the security in the building now because. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's they... again. Oh, <laughs> this yeah. one. What's she coming as this time? Good one, yeah. <laughs> but it's funny because the reality of signing was way more boring because it was an online docusign. Oh, no! <laughs> of course it was, I guess. It wasn't a giant scroll Aww. with a giant crayon. It was so funny. I met with my manager and we sat at a table in a cafe and I just pressed 
sign. And it was, and I was signed. Did you have an auto print signature as well? So you didn't actually even on that I didn't even sign it. It was literally like, I didn't even get to see my name. Was it at least a firm click of the button? Was it at least like a boom? Yeah, I sort of went. Hit it, signed. And we bought a glass of champagne each and then that was it. I bet you did. And what happened, so from that point onwards, what, it's always intriguing. I mean, most people will listen to music. The vast majority of people enjoy music. It might be classical music. It might be whatever. Most people listen to music, but very few people have an insight into what actually happens behind the scenes. So from you pressing that button going, boom, I'm signed with you, what happens next? Yeah, good question. <laughs> it's quite, well, it's, it's bonkers because I was going from me and my manager to a team of 50 to 80 mm, people. Wow. And it's like a company merger, you know, like people hire in entire companies to help companies merge. Yeah. And that was essentially what it was, except it was just the two of us mm. and my live agent then integrating and mm -hmm. and so it's a complete kind of infrastructure overhaul on right which emails mm. are going where and who do we keep in the loop and we learn the different team members we talk to about different things and i don't think enough credit is given to that onboarding process i think it took about six months really for me to kind of just get a hang of i of the things that i didn't do anymore so it wasn't just like straight in the studio record that quick kind of thing it was a bit <laughs> well, more complicated I, than that it was it was a mix because i did start writing really quickly did you it was kept yeah. going like start yeah because i hadn't i hadn't didn't have any new music because i'd just written and released an ep yeah. that had taken which is on all Spotify, my time you, yes. put, you basically put them out yourself but an yeah. ep is it right that's basically you writing something and you put it out is that basically is um, that an, an ep is a shorter album right basically. okay so okay. it's normally up to about seven songs it's an ep i see i see i'm learning yeah, it's sort of, they're, they're like soft launch albums, right, so you, okay. you're playing with sound and it's a bit less of a statement than an album, Yeah, okay. but it's quite common to kind of release EPs when you're independent. Yeah. Um, is that a kind of learning thing? Is that kind of your feeling the waters as well of like what, yeah. you, is that kind of, you kind of going right, well I'll put this out there, see what people think of that and I yeah. guess learn yourself what you've written, do I like that, do I want to change yeah. that? And that EP is called Crikey, It's My Psyche. And that, that name was come up by my I mum. I see, I see. She's a genius. And, um, Indeed. Yeah, so it, that was basically me coming into my sound. Mm. I was, I'd release a lot of EPs when I was um, still studying maths at uni. Yeah. And sort of every, everyone was a bit different. And then this EP kind of finally felt like, yeah, I think this is starting to feel mm. where I want to stay. Mm. Um, and then, so the process of releasing that I was doing, me and my manager were doing everything, so I didn't have time to be writing new stuff. Right, okay. So fine. then I signed with Zeka four, four months later, yeah. and then I had to start writing. Um, so did you find that you suddenly had more space? That Was it kind of like right now you have space? If other people are taking some of that stuff off, did you have more time or did you have kind of less time because you're kind of more busy was it did you have because if you've got to write i presume you have to have space to mentally you know create because again i just it must be hard to create in the confine right so you have to have like, like you've got to make something in the next hour mm. you, know, you kind of need that space to kind of sit under the trees and you know, eat apples and it's an interesting mix to be honest because sometimes for me the best creativity comes out of rebellion so mm. when i am supposed to be doing something else when i am busy and i really do not have time to write i'll write like 10 songs because my brain's just desperately mm. do doesn't want to do the yeah. admin jobs yeah sure um but it, i think i need a mix as well because basically i think in march time i went 
on a writing trip. Mm. So I booked an Airbnb in the Cotswolds for a week and I took all my recording gear, set up in the bedroom in the Airbnb and wrote. And kind I think of Queen I need... style almost. And yeah. went off to like the, the country house and did recording. Yeah, and but there's one of me which is, feels a little bit more... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of quite enjoy that. Me and my dog Rolo would have been very happy doing that. It disappeared. Yeah, I think as soon as there's one other person, you, you can sort of feel a bit more justified in the madness. But sort of <laughs> me and upstairs, because I like to sample um, random objects mm. as well. So I was hitting glasses and saucepans ah, okay. and <laughs> yeah, so just sort of carrying all these kitchen utensils up the stairs. Like what's she up to now? <laughs> like carrying the fridge up there? Like, what's she, yeah, yeah, what's yeah she I'm quite strong now. Yeah, exactly, we're hitting all these utensils, you built some real biceps. Yeah. Yeah. From whisk to fridge. So I guess in a sense then you kind of created that space for yourself to like, right, I'm going to sit down now and have the space to kind of create something. Yeah. What happens then? Is it, is it, a, do you sit, and I'm really trying to break this down, do you sit down with a pen and paper and think, I'm going to write the lyrics first, or is it like, I need to come up with the instrumental, or like, which order does it come in, or is it like, I'm going to word dump all these thoughts that I have? How do you, what's your process of creation, I guess? It's a, it's a complete mix. I'm normally sound first. Mm. Um, I write and produce at the same time, so my quote-unquote studio is yeah. in my bedroom, and I just sit at my desk and just start making sounds. might be on guitar, I might just be making a drum beat, playing bass, I just try and come up with something that starts inspiring words. Yeah. I tend to need some sort of sound prompt, I guess, because it's really hard to work from a blank page because our brains don't really work like that. Mm. Like creativity, we're, we're basically just like really smart AI yeah. in that we take in all of the visual, audio, sensory input through our lives yeah. and we smash it together and we Spit it's a really out. interesting way of thinking about it, isn't it? Because I guess the sum of all music is the sum of all your influxing, your kind of incoming yeah. set information, isn't it? Or if you break it down, it's like everything you've seen and experienced, whether that's in a sense of relationship or breakup, or whether it's a sense of like being outside the colours, the sounds of here, the, you know, the, the kind of, I guess, natural beats in life and all that kind of stuff. I guess that all comes in and you kind of go, right, this is the song, bam, how it comes. Yeah, Sounds exactly. very oversimplified, doesn't it? Sounds easy. Well, it's, it's, that is kind of what it is. And I think the mistake, I've, I used to mentor artists and songwriters mm. and stuff over Zoom through mm. lockdown. Mm -hmm. And my biggest thing that I would say to people is your creativity isn't like a bottle of liquid that mm. you're slowly draining. It's okay. a muscle that you're working. Ah, um, okay. I think it was actually Harry Styles had such a good, I hope I've got the, I think it was Harry Styles, mm. had a really good way of putting it where basically I, your, the, the million dollar ideas yeah. come in waves like in the ocean. You have loads of small waves and then you have a really good wave. And yeah. if you're surfing, if you have no ability to surf, you'll miss never that ride, wave. And you never ride and even if it comes and you catch, you fall off. Exactly. You? You kind of make... So you need to build up the muscle of being able to write. So writing regularly, trying ideas, not judging yourself when something just doesn't sound the way you want it to sound. And it builds up this muscle so that when the ideas come, because sometimes they just happen, sometimes it is literally, and this is why back in the day, music was seen as religious. Yeah. Like, it's literally like, it's come communication from right. God oh, okay. was because it genuinely does feel just like a bolt from the sky. Yeah. Um, but you have to be, you have to give yourself 
the environment and the tools to make the most of it. So I got really good at using my production software. So if I make a mistake while I'm recording, I can really quickly undo, restart, start mm. recording again yeah. so that I can capture everything as it comes. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just, it's practice and luck and timing. It sounds really like almost in many other fields like sport, it's, you've got to have a bit of talent. But if you don't practice, you're not going to harness that talent, are you, I guess? Or be, be ready for that great idea. Yeah, it's, I don't think it's as glamorous as it maybe seems on the outside. There's a lot of hustle that goes into the, all the times that aren't that amazing mm. idea that you're rolling with. Mm. You've got to make mm. rubbish as well. I mean, I know even from like creating content, a lot of my content comes from, so I've like, yeah, there's like science and there's principles of like health that I'm trying to get across, but the creativity comes in as I want to get to as many people as I can and be, you know, help them to understand, I guess, and understand that message. And so I'm trying to be creative in how I do that. And sometimes you do it, you're like, oh, it just didn't work. It wasn't, I don't know, it didn't make sense or whatever. And you kind of have to do it a lot of times and eventually yeah. you go, oh, I've got an idea. Or maybe it's an adaptation you make and all of a sudden like the key fits, doesn't it? And it yeah. works. You, you have to make mistakes. And it's interesting, I feel like that links to what we were talking about previously mm. about letting people make mistakes and people being worried about posting on social media. That's true. I think if we were, if we embrace people trying yeah. more, yeah. I think we will all feel safer yeah. to just try try new yeah. things. And, and learn not... to giggle at yourself as well. Oh my God, learn you have to laugh, to laugh at, yourself. at yourself. And you can learn to laugh at yourself when you make mistakes and get up and get on with it. You've I wore it. a lizard costume into Radio 1, anything is Chaos. possible. Chaos, <laughs> who was presenting at the time? Molly King. There we go, I bet she loved Living it, but Molly loved it. <laughs> well, on that lizardy note, uh, let's end part two. I've got to stop with the lizard, but that wasn't even good. That was a example of trying, like that was a, yeah, that was a bad one. I failed on no, that but one. I but I laughed but as we, a sign you kind of, of support. Yes, indeed, indeed. You were very supportive of my terrible joke. <laughs> anyway, we come to the end of part two. Uh, in the third part, we will get to that point about the bonkers ideas that you have. And we're also going to talk about some of your life lessons and learn a bit from the things you've experienced along the way so far. Guys, I hope you've enjoyed this part. We'll see you very soon for part three. Goodbye.